you beyond the borderline this is a podcast dedicated to exploring in a realistic and hopeful way what it's like to live with borderline personality disorder and other mental health problems. My name is Aline and I am your host for this podcast. I want to issue a proviso at the beginning of the podcast which is that this is absolutely not a substitute for professional mental health and or medical intervention. So please seek out those sources of support if you need them. And I also want to mention that I will be discussing topics such as self-harm and suicidal ideation and addiction that may be triggering for a number of people. I aim not to discuss those topics in a detailed way as I don't really think that adds anything to the discussion and does not really fit in with the mission of this podcast. However, in a spirit of being authentic about my life with borderline personality disorder, those topics will be mentioned in this and subsequent episodes. And I will do my best to issue trigger warnings before I start discussions about those or other potentially triggering topics. Hi, this is Aline from Beyond the Borderline. In this mini-sode, I'm discussing a technique that you can use to manage challenging situations. I've been going through a really stressful time at the moment. As I shared in a previous episode, I lost my dog unexpectedly about a month ago. Last week, also unexpectedly, I'm very sad to say that my father passed away. Although he was in poor health, his passing was unexpected and, as you can imagine, has been very emotional for me. Also, I'm involved in a move, which is not something I want to do. The building that I live in is being sold. I will be moving into temporary housing with other people for a period of time before I can move into my apartment, the new one. That's also very stressful. So I've got a lot of different things going on and I've been hitting those recovery skills and tools as much as I can to stay stable and also doing my best to validate the fact that this is not a time where I need to expect myself to be functioning at my highest level It's been harder for me to get up in the morning and to motivate myself to do things like self-care and even look after my hygiene. However, I have been doing what I need to achieve those things, even if that means I don't do much else during the day. I thought I would talk about a skill or a technique drawn from dialectical behavioural therapy that can be very useful when you're navigating an especially stressful time or you're in an emotionally intense state and you're in crisis mode and you can't do much about the crisis right now but you feel helpless, hurt and possibly frustrated because you can't solve the problem right this minute. Insert your own life situation. I'm sure we can all think of many examples of situations in life where We have a problem, a perceived problem, and we can't deal with it right now, and that causes us a lot of distress. This tool is not necessarily a problem-solving tool. However, it's a tool you can use when you're in emotional crisis 
or intense stress and you need to bring your emotional intensity down so that you're not in overwhelm that will probably not help you to make the best decisions. This skill is called improve as in improve my life. That's an acronym. Is it an acronym? I think that's the right word for some different components that are pretty easy to use, really worth trying in my opinion, because they are flexible, they're adaptable, they're easy to use. And if you practice them regularly, you'll find that you can kind of automatically access them when you're more stressed out. The I of improve stands for imagery. That relates to taking yourself to a calm place in your mind. And you could do that through visualization. You could imagine a place that you find really peaceful. There are loads of YouTube videos, visualizations. You'll find some for anxiety that talk about going to a peaceful place like a beach or the countryside or the sea and just imagining you're in that place. Another way of using this imagery part of the improve is to imagine how you would cope in a situation in a way that would be satisfactory to you. As an example, um, my, my father's funeral is coming up and I'm going to be around a lot of people I don't know. Quite a few relatives I haven't seen for many years. I'm quite nervous about that. I find it difficult to be around loads of people at the best of times and this is going to be a particularly stressful and emotional situation. The way that I could use this imagery component of the improved skill is to say to myself, well, how would I picture myself if I was managing well in this situation and for me that would be keeping my composure, keeping my self-respect, being polite to people, being compassionate, also honouring my own emotions and taking breaks if I needed to and putting my own self-care first. Another question you could ask yourself is in the situation where you're imagining yourself functioning successfully you could say to yourself what if something good happens could this work out better than I expected the m part of improve stands for meaning and this is actually one of my favorites meaning in the sense that you create or find meaning from your current challenge you could ask yourself how can I grow from this or what can I learn about myself in this situation that can help me in the future now I find this quite difficult to do when I'm really emotionally wound up about something so for example if a situation seems really unfair and I'm really really angry about it and my emotions are running really high I find it really difficult to sit back and think about the meaning of this particular situation because it can feel quite invalidating. I personally find this really helpful when I've got a little bit of emotional calm and a bit of distance from the situation and I can say, well, as an example from my own situation, I'm involved in a move. I wish it wasn't happening at this particular time, but it is. That's just the way it is. One way in which I'm finding meaning from this is to say, well, this is temporary and I'm going to be moving into a more long-term flat soon. And perhaps this is about just 
coping for now and figuring out that I can cope in situations that are pretty stressful and do better than I think I can. Maybe in future I'll be able to help other people going through this situation. Now the P is something that can be a bit controversial. It stands for prayer or practice. Many of us may have a defined faith that relates to an organised religion Many of us find prayer to be something that is not within our belief system. The way that I understand this is prayer as a form of connection to something bigger than myself. It may not be prayer in terms of praying to a god. However, doing something creative for me is connecting to the universe and connecting to the best aspects of myself. So for me, Doing something creative could be a form of prayer in a non-religious sense. You could also think about the prayer as practice, i.e. doing something in your mind that builds mastery. So that could be reciting the lyrics to a song that you like, or it could be exercising, or it could be taking a walk in the park. Any of those things could be building your connection to the universe and to the world around you. Be creative with that one. That, I find, can also be a very effective way of tolerating stressful times. The R of improve stands for relax. That is kind of easier said than done when I'm really, really, really wound up. When I'm really angry or I feel really anxious or agitated, I find that I have urges to do things that are going to compound those feelings like drinking loads of caffeine or doing like 10 things at once. It can feel really counterintuitive to do the opposite of what that urges when I'm feeling really angry or anxious, but um, it does actually work. So if you have the patience and the willingness, the next time you're feeling not necessarily incredibly highly anxious or angry or enraged, when you're feeling a little bit anxious or a little bit frustrated, perhaps you have an urge to just do things mindlessly and you can't really focus, you might want to try doing something to slow yourself down. And one thing that I find really simple and helpful is to inhale for four breaths and exhale for six breaths and exhale for more breaths than the inhale. And that actually calms the nervous system. It has a physiological effect on your body. And if you do that for a while, it will help you to tolerate and to reduce really fearful and angry emotions and the urges that come along with them. The next one that relates to the O in improve is one thing in the moment. Oh, and one thing in the moment that is not related to whatever the crisis is. If you've got an urge to call someone because you're in an emotional crisis about your relationship with them, you're really not in, in a, in a what, what in dialectical behavioural therapy is called a wise mind, which is the sort of balance between the emotions and your thinking mind. If you're in sort of emotionally agitated mind or emotional mind, then one thing in the moment can be really helpful and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be counting the number of tiles on your bathroom wall or it could be washing your dishes or it could be reading something. I personally find that doing something practical and physical helps me 
more than trying to do something like read because if my mind's really all over the place then doing something physical kind of grounds me a bit quicker but everyone's different it's a case of experimenting and finding something that might work for you cleaning is definitely something that I find helpful and I really find that when I can do one thing in the moment I start to calm down and that more wise mind kicks in much much more quickly and I get a clearer sense of what would be the next right thing to do. The V in improve stands for vacation, not necessarily taking a literal holiday, although I guess if you can do that that's great. What it refers to is taking what is called a mini vacation to just take a little break from whatever situation it is that's causing you distress. Now, that could be anything from having to meet a deadline to being worried about an interpersonal situation. For me, one of my stresses at the moment is my father's funeral, which is coming up soon. And I'll just make a side note to say that one of the things I'm doing is really validating the fear and the distress I feel because anyone would be distressed and emotional when it comes to a relative's funeral. Clearly having uh, a mental health condition uh, uh, like BPD comes with its own set of issues surrounding emotions and emotional regulation. So it's totally understandable I would be feeling like this. I find that validating myself in that way actually helps to calm my emotions slightly because when I'm in panic mode and I'm trying to sort of suppress my emotions, they tend to flare up even more and come out sideways. Back to the vacations. A a vacation in the context of this tool or skill is taking a little break. That could be going for a walk, reading something, reading a magazine for an hour or so, watching something on Netflix. It could be calling someone, basically doing something to distract yourself that takes you out of that situation and that mindset. And it could be something as small as going to another room and splashing water on your face. So I guess going to the bathroom and splashing water on your face, or it could be lighting a scented candle and taking a few moments to sniff that. It can be anything from doing something for a few moments to taking a day out or taking a few hours out. I will say that For me, there can be a line I need to watch between, let's say, for example, taking a break to watch Netflix and kind of getting sucked into mindlessly doing things to distract myself. I would say from my own experience, it's worth just being conscious of, am I doing this to avoid certain things I need to do or certain emotions? Or is this something I'm doing as a short distraction uh, to help me to cope with what I need to deal with. And if you are numbing out, I think it's really important to accept that and to say, okay, well, this is what I'm doing. Think about what your alternatives are. I think self-judgment is one of the things that really, for me, 
I struggle with and it makes everything much harder. I do encourage you, even if you are avoiding and reacting to the situation in a way that you would rather not, is to try and non-judgmentally accept it and say, well, this is what I'm doing. Why could I be doing this? Is it, Why is it understandable that I might be doing this? And f- for me, it's really important. We need to find that level of acceptance, not approval, but acceptance of what we're actually doing before we can work on changing it. Okay, so the last part of improve is the E, which stands for encouragement. And this is one that can also be quite helpful. It's definitely one that I don't find natural. The the short explanation is that you cheerlead yourself, you encourage yourself, you talk yourself through the crisis as you might do to a good friend. Imagine that you have a good friend who's going through the situation that you're going through. What might you say to them? For me, it might be something like, you're going to be okay, you're going to get through this. You've been through really difficult times before and I have confidence in you that you will get through this. This too shall pass. You're strong enough to handle what's happening to you at the moment. So you could you could turn some of those to yourself and maybe write some of them down like affirmations. One thing I find really helpful is to consider how I've coped with situations in the past. And when I look back over the last four or five years, I invariably find that the way I cope now is way more effective than the way I cope four or five years ago. And that's just because I didn't have the ability to cope any better than I did four or five years ago. I was doing the best I could with what I had access to. That's exactly what I'm doing now. And I find that sometimes when I can take a little step back and go, you know what, that's what I was doing then. But look at actually how I'm managing today. It puts things in perspective a little bit and helps me to see the bigger picture. Encouragement is definitely one I recommend and you can get creative with it. Someone I know actually texts herself and writes notes to herself of encouragement on her phone. So most of us have phones. That's something you could do. You could have a few things written down on a piece of paper and keep them with you in your pocket. There are so many different ways that you can use this. And I think those of us with BPD are very often very creative. So I really encourage you to use your natural creativity to figure out a way to use the the encourage part of improve and all the other parts of improve that might be able to help you to navigate a crisis or, or a stressful time. I'm going to go over the components of improve one more time. The I stands for imagery, the M stands for meaning, the P stands for prayer or if you prefer practice, the R stands for relax, O is one thing in the moment, V is vacation, holiday for those of us in the UK, and the E stands for encouragement. I hope you find this little episode helpful. As always, I'd really like to hear if you found this helpful and if you used it, what the situation was, if you're comfortable sharing that. The way to contact me and the podcast is via Twitter. My handle is at beyondtheborder3. So that's at beyond the B-O-R-D-E three. And that's on Twitter. 
Also, if you have a moment, please, please, please take the time, if you would, to write a review of this podcast. And you can do that on whichever platform you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Spreaker. The review does take a few moments to write, but what it does is it helps this podcast to reach people who might benefit from it because the more reviews the podcast has, the wider it's reached. So if you have the time, and even if you don't, if you would consider taking a few moments to write a review, it doesn't have to be a long one, that would be so much appreciated. I wish you a peaceful 24 hours and at the very least a few peaceful moments in your day. I look forward to rejoining you with part three of my three-part episode on BPD and relationships, particularly in relationship with people with narcissistic traits and NPD. All right, take care. Peace.